0: Last time on The Vegas. i had been in college for seven years. I have four friends. We decided to go to Vegas together for a bachelor party. None of us ever planned a bachelor party, so we didn't know what to expect. None of us had ever been to Vegas. When we get to Vegas, we experience the strip for the first time. We decide to drink a bunch of beverages. We meet a bunch of girls. One girl dry humps Chucky. One girl sucks the chest of Mo. Mo climbs the top of a bar and screams at some point i'm approached by a little hispanic man who says he's got vegas cocaine for me he takes me to a man in a kilt the kilt man takes me to get the vegas coke and we continue our story the vegas part 2. is that french that's part two kilt man took us to some spot in the MGM Grand, walked us past the line to the VIP entrance. We got in the club, Chucky and I were instantly taken aback by how many chicks were in this venue. Like, I mean, they were everywhere. They were dancing on the stage, they were in elevated cages, they were on the floor, they were on sofas in the roped off sections. Hell, I think we walked in the club on a carpet made of women. It was like we stumbled onto the set of a real life money cash hose video. Never had I ever lost my train of thought more quickly. There were so many chicks that I forgot all about the kill and the coat. I bolted into the sea of women and started dancing as Chucky did the same thing. In the Vegas nightlife or the Vegas clubs, or you know what, all clubs in general, if you find yourself partying with a group of chicks, there's going to be vulture guys with credit cards that's going to want to party with your chicks as well. So what they're going to do is they're going to invite you and the chicks that you're partying with over to their section of tables. They're going to let you participate in their bottles and their drinking. And so we knew that, so we would just surround ourselves with a bunch of groups of chicks and then get invited from section to section to section for the remainder of the evening. That was the plan for the night. The night was already going down as an all-time classic in my book. Like I was enjoying myself thoroughly. This is night one of Vegas. We had just hopped down from the couch and left another roped off section. We bumped into these two chicks from Kansas State. They were celebrating their birthday. They had on these cheesy tiaras with lights and fur on them and whatever, which gave me a nice little conversation starter as they walked us over to the bar for shots. But then the DJ took it to the next level, like by throwing on what will forever be deemed as the greatest song ever. Now I'm going to tell you what my favorite song is. And if you don't agree, you're a fucking idiot, a goddamn idiot. And that's when Lemonade by Gucci Man comes on. And if you've never heard Lemonade, like pause this and then look up Gucci Man Lemonade and play that shit and understand what the fuck is about to happen alright welcome back for some reason as the opening piano riff started to play the entire club went crazy I was surprised because Chucky and I were visibly the only black guys in the room I was even more surprised when the two Kansas State chicks started rapping all the lyrics word for word bar for bar to each other I personally, I don't know. All I know is the chorus. I don't know the words of this song, but these two white chicks, though, white chicks from Kansas, were spitting bar for bar with ease. Like, they had all the motions. They were even ad-libbing. It was a lot of noises coming from them, and I was I was fucking stunned. And as I look around, I noticed that every woman in the club knew the words, like every word to a Gucci man song called Lemonade. Fuck these kansas bitches fuck them. i ran back into the middle of the dance floor to witness this miracle in all of its glory but once i got there the music stopped and the lights went out and i'm like ah fuck the apocalypse i thought the white chicks spitting goofy had obviously caused the end of the world so five or ten seconds later the strobe lights come on the music starts back up and the emergency exits they burst open all around the club With the chorus blasting, women in Vegas showgirl outfits flood the room coming from emergency exits. These bitches are breaking the law. They're coming in the exits in their showgirl attire to surround the whole dance floor and they're rapping the words to Gucci Man. Now I'm talking dozens of scantily clad, hotties in feathered Vegas showgirl attire. They're on a dance floor singing lemonade. As the beat dropped out one more time, the room's lights go yellow and feathers motherfucking beautiful white swan feathers they start slowly falling from the rafters like just floating like beautiful fat snow down from the rafters tons and tons of feathers are being emptied. I don't know how many pillows are up there basically somebody had a bunch of feathers all day in a fucking sheet over a club for this moment this very moment in time and they're emptying them onto us creating this yellow blizzardy fuzzy atmosphere while everyone's dancing rapping screaming and catching falling feathers i'm just i'm standing in the middle of this club frozen a lebron james powder toss pose staring up into the shower of of feathers as they're falling on my face ultimately out of the millions of feathers and it's it, and the shit's still not over out of the millions of feathers slowly descends a beautiful showgirl on a harness floating above the crowd she descends As leisurely as the feathers are falling. And at one point, I noticed she's got a fucking bottle of Grey Goose. She pulls it from behind her back. I don't know where she was hiding. She pulls a bottle of Grey Goose and starts spraying the crowd below her. Now, it's so extravagant that nobody even gives a fuck. She's spraying your eyes with Grey Goose. It's getting in our eyes, it's getting in our hair, it's getting in our clothes. This is the greatest fucking club ever. Like, you get the, the best Yelp review of all time in my book. I don't even know what this club is called. For pres- a for presentation, motherfuckers. Perfect. Now, when the party finally ended, because it, that was, I guess that was the finale. The shit was over after that. There was nothing. You had to have gone to bed after that. That was the, that was the finale. When the party ended, it was daytime. We walk out. And I don't mean to crack a dawn either. It was like 8 or 9 in the morning. So it, we're, we're still kind of buzzed because, I mean, now there was, there was Greg who was showering from the rafters into our mouths, Okay. Is It's in our clothes. So we're buzzed. It's 8 in the morning. We're wearing birthday tiaras because we, we confiscated them shits. And the Kansas State chicks are gone. And we're looking for something else to do. We stumble along the strip buying more shots because uh, that seems like the only logical thing to do. Granted, we had just had a night of our fucking lives, like a night for the books. But something about partying through the sunlight just motivated us to keep going. Like, yeah, it's 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning, but, but the night doesn't have to end. We can just... We can just keep this going. Who cares, it's breakfast time, fuck it. We may never be allowed back in this town again, let's ride. By this time, we find ourselves in front of the Caesar's palace. Yes, we were drunk again. And at this time, I decided I really want to take a picture with the statue of Caesar. The only problem was the statue of Caesar is standing on a mountain in the middle of a fountain, but I didn't care. I jumped from stone to stone across the water, somehow graceful enough to avoid falling in the water. Until I reached the Almighty Roman Emperor, and of course, security, you know, had been called, and uh, they're congregating at the edge of the fountain and yelling at me to get out, get out. After Chucky took my pictures, because I wanted my goddamn pictures, I climbed down and left out of the out of the fountain, and running as soon as I as soon as I got out of the fountain, I started running, and so did Chucky and security. They started to pursue us. My only motivation here was to just not get arrested and go to prison. One, I don't think Chucky had the money to bail me out. Two, the guys at the at the room. I don't think, if, even if they had the money, they weren't gonna bail me out. Uh, and three, I just couldn't call home and ask for money to get bailed out. Of, I just didn't want to get bailed out of fucking prison, okay, in Vegas. I don't know what goes on in there, I don't know the rules, and it's, I don't know. So, I'm gonna run because I like, uh, f- freedom. So we sprint as fast as we could, you know, but we couldn't shake these guys, like, every time I look back, like, these guys are right there it was ridiculous i thought we were in full sprint and these guys were kind of like power walking i don't know what training course you have to go through to be a caesar's palace security guard but you motherfuckers are in shape so it probably wasn't the smartest thing for us to do but we ran into the caesar's and ducked through the casino like we're, we split up we came back to each other we're ducking through the slots we're trying to escape and we dipped around the slots and all throughout the pit and we find a bathroom and we both slide into the stalls now we're just I don't know what the fuck we were thinking. But now the adventure's done. You know, we'd obviously trapped ourselves. Clearly, you know, we were on their home turf. And they could easily just run the camera feed and trace our whereabouts to the bathroom. And as I'm standing on the toilet, holding my breath, got mad beads of sweat dropping down my forehead. I heard the bathroom door open. And so I walk in. And they walk to the urinal and they take a piss. And then when he was done, the footsteps went over to the sink and turned on the faucet. And then it turns on the air dryer to dry his hands. And then when the dryer stopped, A voice says look i get off in 30 minutes don't be dickheads about it and make me work if you leave that'll be the end of it apparently that's all chucky needed to hear because he says from behind his stall door for real i'm like god damn it chucky if it wasn't for real he would have known us and and we would have been in jail right now you snitch but the voice was really you know he really wasn't in the mood for any bullshit he wasn't trying to like have any paperwork and all that kind of stuff and he said if you just leave right now just quit you know quit while we're ahead and we hopped down from the toilets and we came out of the bathroom We thanked them, even offered them some cash For helping us get out of there And uh, we walked out And just like that, we were free to go Hail Caesar And it was at that point of the night Or day, I don't know I just wanted to get back to the condo We like would know, had a great night, we almost had a really bad night We might as well quit while we were ahead But, I mean, it, it is Vegas So If you don't already know, the whole prostitution thing Is super legal in Vegas so there are shady guys and girls standing on every corner, passing out flyers and cards, advertising girls that will come to your house and perform full service on you, for you, whatever. And as we're walking back, Chucky, apparently all night, um, he'd been collecting these escort cards the whole night. As they pass them out, he grabs them and puts them in his pocket. So now he pulls out a pocket no less than like 50 different cards of airbrush titties brought to you by Letter X any thoughts of just going back to the crib and knocking out we're now going like we got a new adventure that we must accomplish um and i got a great idea it was only right for me to review these cards that chucky had in his pocket call one of the numbers for the sole purpose of getting one of these video vixens back to the condo i mean it is a bachelor party right so as i said at the beginning primo the reason why any of us were even in vegas had recently gotten engaged And since I was sure the rest of the guys were back at the room sleeping still, I thought it would be funny if a real-life Vegas hooker woke him up by putting a pussy on his face. I just thought that would be humorous. You know, that's just a way to kick off marriage, right? So we were were young, and I'm not too versed in bachelor party planning or training yet. So with that said, this trip didn't have any pre-planned or prepaid entertainment that resembled a bachelor party. So I decided to wing it. Since the card advertised 100 per hour, including full service, I figured that, you know, we would we could have the hooker come over, violate Primo real quick, and Chucky and I would split the 100 before we kick her out. Like, all in under an hour. So, I mean, if anything, maybe we owed less than 100 bucks. So, on the way back to the room, I made sure to pick the card with the nakedest chick. Nakedest is the word? Nakedest. 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 Whatever. I picked the card with the nakedest chick on it, and I gave it. I gave her our address to the condo the girl came and we got we get back to the condo and uh, we're ready for for the fun and games the girl knocks on the door shortly after chucky and i get home and she walked in and immediately started talking about her rates like because definitely the rates weren't going to be 100 as advertised because why would they i guess the sound of a female's voice woke everybody up in the room or in the condo because primo wheels and mo all walked out of their rooms to see what was going on that must've spooked the hooker a little bit because she said she had to call her supervisor. Now that is, that's funny to me that she made a comment about calling a supervisor because I only, in the moment, all I could think of was the workload of a hooker HR department. Like that's, you know, the supervisor, I don't know. But she definitely called somebody. Whoever had picked up the phone told her that since we, were, we had a room of five guys, the rate was now 500 up front and 350 per hour with tipping that need to be quote unquote in the thousands she looked pretty offended when the five of us all at once said get the fuck out of here in like in perfect unison get the fuck out like the, you remember uncle joey from full house that cut it out no we were uncle joey saying get the fuck out so despite telling her to hit the bricks she refused to leave and she just sat down on our couch like in defiance just sat down and crossed her arms apparently we had to pay her just for coming out. Even if we weren't gonna partake in any of the festivities or any of her services, since we pulled her out of the club or something, we still had to pay her. When I told her we're not paying for anything because we didn't do anything, she calmly just you know, she me just told us to go to the balcony window and look. So we go to the balcony window and we look and on the street below we saw a minivan with three husky like offensive lineman looking dudes. She said either we could give her some cash and she'd go down and leave or she would just make a phone call and those guys would come up. Seeing those bodyguards pretty much sobered me up immediately. I don't think any amount of party like this is the fastest I've ever sobered up. I just didn't want I just didn't want those dudes to come to my room and, and whoop my ass in my house. And then I had this, I had this visual of Suge Knight dangling Vanilla Ice over the balcony rail in my mind, in that, and I think that Suge Knight didn't want to kill Vanilla Ice, but these guys would definitely probably kill me, and it would be no, you know, nobody would nobody would care or find out for a few weeks. So I gave her a hundred and asked her to call it even. She took the cash and walked out of out of the room and it was that it was that simple give her a 100 and she just walked out and after she left chucky wheels mo and primo didn't really have much to say to me i think uh they were fed up with my antics they went back in their rooms left me to sit alone in the living room and uh to think about what just happened and uh as i sat back on the couch i thought like why didn't i put, get shaken down by biggest process prostitute on my list of las vegas objectives